Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 11th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing great. Got talking to you a second time today. You know. Yeah. Full disclosure, we might be putting just a stamp on this one, rubber stamp, mail it in. That's all <laughs> we're gonna say. We're doing this before scores are final. <laughs> it's even more useless than Shane Bacon's. You know, 18 hole results. It's like half round results. We have another podcast forthcoming. U.S. Open week coming soon. I think both of us, we're a little tired. We just want to hang out, maybe drink some Smith Devereaux, watch the NFL opener tonight. And we are just said, let's get do this right now. It might be a short one. It might be incoherent. It might be a little loopy. It might, it might be, be of no value. We don't even know long. what we're going to talk about. Well, usually when we say it's a short one, we sometimes get 55 minutes out of it. But we'll see how this goes. Um, earlier today, we recorded a eh, spotlight special so to speak on i think Payne's... it's i think it's part one of a spotlight on Payne stewart okay we'll do that part one of a spotlight on Payne stewart that will be who posting... knows when part two is gonna drop we interviewed kevin robbins who uh professor at university of texas longtime journalist who wrote a book on Payne stewart really in-depth conversation we talked a lot about 99 pinehurst a little bit about you know what made him such a good u.s open winner i think that'll be a nice and why, you know, 99 was one of the great U.S. Opens of all time. Uh, you know, we didn't we didn't know Pinehurst was going to become this sort of anchor site, but there's a lot of Pinehurst talk in there. So that'll be coming, what, over the weekend, maybe? Friday, Saturday. It'll be a little weekend treat to get you Friday, in the U.S. Open, US Open spirit. Friday senior, maybe. We'll see. It was a fantastic interview, so keep, keep an eye out for that one. Calling your own work fantastic. I said the interview. I'm talking about Kevin. Not my own work. I, uh, the subject I was never, fantastic. I, yes. Interview. Interview. I didn't say the podcast. Kevin was awesome. I think you guys will like Self-proclaimed listening to Self-proclaimed fantastic interview. The minute we start talking about ourselves in those terms, we're hanging it up, throwing the microphone out the window. I hope we never get to that point where we're that, you know, down the, uh, you know, navel gazing. But no, I was referring to Kevin to be clear. Um, all right, let's get into it. Friday episode. Do we want nine hole scores at Napa? Yeah, Safeway. let's talk no, I'm about it. Russell Knox. Rude uh, Knox, 63. Out in front, potentially Play. the first uh, FedEx Cup number one projected. <laughs> That's a good point. Good point. Brendan Steele, just holy Christ. Um, you know, Tiger at Firestone, Tiger at Torrey, and Brendan Steele at the Safeway. It's just every year like clockwork. Uh, so he's up there. Rune Akshay. Akshay, though, shot a 63. Where's Akshay? He's five under with uh, two holes to go. 
So this is nobody. A, does anybody care about this? What we're talking about yeah. right now? Actually, hey, hey, good for him. He's going to play a good round. Hopefully, he's going to make his first cut. And you know, Steve Watanabe hasn't even teed off yet. That's how early <laughs> we're talking. Watanabe. I asked for facts. People sent like his lesson rates. Steve Watanabe Jr.'s lesson rates. So Akshay, that's I'll tell good you for what, him. I'll tell you what. The big big storyline for the this year. What? It's just teeing off. What? Redemption season, comeback Uh-oh. season for Spieth. Spieth. Every every if you turn on anything Safeway, that's what you're gonna hear about this uh, week. Is you that the talking point? You go, think? go to any big publication. That's gonna be what they're talking about. Did you know this is this is some hard hitting uh, journalism research done by our chief data officer texted okay. me today. Andy, did you know that Si Woo Kim was the most expensive player in DraftKings this week? Wow. How unbelievable is that? Must be a thin field out there. That's crazy. Uh, anything else? Runox, 63. I mean, I think the one thing... The one thing that they don't seem to be... that The, the story of the week that we'll see how they talk about it is the, the conditions. And by <laughs> conditions, I don't mean the golf course. I mean the air. The air quality in the sky. Uh, it looks... You know, it was interesting. PGA Tour Communications... Tweeted, you know, fog delay, and their mentions just got lit up. Their replies were quite a trip. Uh, you know, fog is that what we're calling? You know, the apocalyptic uh, death. You know, sky out there. It, it wasn't just fog. It seemed like a very charitable reading. So maybe uh, smoke, it, ash, and fog delay. And Nathan Hubbard tweeted about his brother. I assume you know you roll it once and the ball's covered in ash on the green. So did you see uh, that just... James Hahn interview? No, what he uh, said. I think he was on Garrett Johnson's pod. Okay, and he was just talking about how his eyes were all messed up and he Ooh. was having trouble breathing and how his wife was freaking out because she's like, you know, it's not good to spend six hours out there and that. Sure, but they're playing. <laughs> They're playing new season. We waited too long to get the season rolling. Never, say, never say that the PGA Tour isn't filled with tough athletes. <laughs> you got DJ Trahan in the top five. Some of the swing surgeon Donald Roland. Not to make a, a any jokes or lightheartedness about the conditions. I hope everybody out there is safe, and I feel for anybody that's dealing with the fires it's it's a horrible obviously disaster going on separate and apart from the golf tournament it's a nasty horrible situation and quite terrifying if you live out there obviously um anything else tommy tables is in the mix let me ask you a question were you surprised that phil then his champions tour dominance didn't carry over around one i mean no were you? I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked that his performance at the Big Cedar Lodge was 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 an outlier compared the to the nine, rest of his PGA Tour uh, performance this uh, this year. Might the show us a little fairways. We might need to rename the Champions Tour to like I don't know what the what would be more than the Dartboard Tour. What would be what's an easier game than darts? I mean, darts isn't necessarily easy. I'm just saying, just, you know, the ball sticks. It's, I know. You know, it'd be like uh, be like playing skee ball. 
Yeah, or bumper bowling, something like that. So something that's just like kitty that, that they provide some safeguards for you to make it easier. There's a bar by Old Neighborhood called uh, the Slippery Slope, and it was a late night bar. It was, uh-huh. it was a bar you go to post one a.m. Yeah, you know, never, never, never earlier. No. But they had skee ball, and okay. I, I just have a lot of brown brown out memories of skee ball. How did we end up talking about that? But. I'm thinking, what would be the you know if if PGA Tour is the dartboard tour, what's the uh-huh. Champions Tour? I don't know. We'll have to solicit some input from that. I I don't know. We'll have to think about that. Bumper bumper bowling, something where the safeguards are put in place. You know, the bocce ball. That's bocce takes some talent, some real skill. You know, Little Italy. You go you go down there in Cleveland, you get whooped you get hustled off the bocce courts uh all right let's get off of this a and a inspiration do you have any other safeway open thoughts no i don't i i i have none maybe the worst tournament of the year in terms of scheduling that's in between the tour championship everybody's eyes are on wing foot we're on wing foot i just you know it's, it's an opportunity for some journeymen some up-and-comers to really like make their mark but um you know in terms of buzz it's it low. just seems like one of those unnecessary weeks sure <laughs> like it, it when everything's going down obviously they're trying to fit in as many tournaments as possible mm-hmm. they had a big yeah. short, a stoppage this is an yeah. opportunity for a guy a lot of guys that haven't gotten a lot of starts but your season ends and you got a major on the other side of the country the next week and all your big players have just played three weeks in a row. Maybe you just say, you know what? We can play in Napa pretty much any time of the year. Right. Right. We could we could use a week off. It's just, not a bad thing for our product to take a week off. Especially when the tournament ends on Monday. The other tournament ends, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's crazy. So, All right, on the major champion of, on the week, the A&A inspiration, Brooke Henderson. Yu Lu, Danielle Kane, and Kelly Tan are early leaders. They are four under at 68. So there are some low scores. You know, we were concerned maybe the heat, poor air quality. They talked about how the course was entirely different with, um, you know, they're used to playing on rye in March and they're playing overseas to Bermuda. They felt like it was playing a lot longer, but, you know, seeing some low scores at the ANA Inspiration. Lydia Ko, who's been Lydia playing Coe. great golf yeah, in the, in the mix. A, ton of Hannah Green, former major winner. She There's just a lot of uh, superstar leaderboards. Yeah, Danielle Kang's been playing the best golf of, uh, of any woman yeah. since yep. the restart. Um, yep. I would say I watched this coverage. I was watching it, uh, and uh, I saw more than one backstop. <laughs> blatant. Backstopping or backboarding? Backboarding. Blatant blackboarding. Backboarding. Blatant. Like hammering shots into it that, that that were going into the water if they didn't hit it it was crazy you're talking about 18 specifically yes. right the, we posted the instagram people were talking about it on charity uh, match on wednesday night which they literally said the word backboard out loud on the broadcast like let's just ricochet this one off it um you know there was some pushback that like oh this isn't reachable but it is they're going for it and they're using that backboard especially when there's water on the other side they're just and short they're there's water short and long you can't go in the water long now and i saw this 
the one I forgot who hit it. The one one of the shots I saw, one hopped into it. It was insane. <laughs> the thing was a missile. It was going into the water. Look, you know, if we're gonna apply this kind of scrutiny to the Champions Tour, the PJ Tour, we gotta apply it to the LPJ Major Championship. They can't have it out there. They gotta figure out a more creative way. Put the sign out in the water. Put it on the other side of the island. I just, it's so egregious and blatant. It's just. I don't, you know, have you watched the NBA? Yeah. So they've been putting holograms, like, you know, digital things on the courts so that there's, so teams have home court advantage. Like, and the sponsors, like, you know, if you're watching a Celtics game, TD, because it gets their sponsorship, you know, they get the impressions Mm -hmm. they would have gotten. And, it you know when a player runs over it sometimes it like pixelates and looks weird but for the most part it's just like oh that's just like their court um and i don't understand i don't think that's like crazy innovation for golf channel to do i don't think that's something that is a hard lift from a video standpoint yeah, haven't we been doing it on the Euro Tour and now that since the restart? I feel like they were doing that at Travelers, BMW. They're putting these digital billboards out there. I just these massive signs are so unnecessary. It's 2020. I it's going to be fascinating if we get down to Sunday crunch time and it really becomes a big factor when all eyes are on that 72nd hole of the major championship, and you got women, you know, taking all the risk out of it. I just, I'm going to blast one off the backboard and I'll be, you know, chipping a putt for a birdie or maybe I can hole out for an eagle, things like that. Free it drop, just, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty egregious. Uh, other news on the ANA, Charlie Hall had a WD for a COVID test. Positive. First, first feels like high profile positive test in a while or positive test of any profile in a while. It feels, you know, it yeah. just seems like we haven't had that coming up much on any of the tours. So it's, uh, it's been a very successful return to golf. All caps, Cap, caps, all caps. Make sure you get that in there. Um, so she's out. Other, oh, one other thing on Napa. Someone sent us this, I guess, Tyler Duncan, maybe we have our most interesting fact ever. on oh, Tyler Duncan. I can't wait. I'm on the edge of my seat here. He was tweeting his whoopee whoop stats. I don't know what you call those. Like my whoop screen or sharing it. <laughs> Um, whoop data and uh, his recovery whatever that means was very low like I'm I'm, you know hurting worse for the wear is what we would normal humans would call it not the robots spitting out body data all day and he said you know that's this is what like that feel when you get you know into wine country for the week because he was on over and hurting and he's just another way to get activated, I guess, and use the whoop data. But there was like, is this the most relatable and interesting Tyler Duncan fact? And I was like, I think it is. The first time he hasn't been just this creative player PGA Tour robot. I would agree with that. I, I was looking on his Twitter profile, see if I could pull anything Maybe else. His Instagram. Do you, do you want to know what his last uh, tweet was? Yeah. As a golfer, we get the opportunity to partner with amazing companies, and I could not be happier to announce my partnership with Local IQ and Thrive Hive SE as they lead the way in local markets with digital marketing. He might be a robot. <laughs> thanks, He's thanks, Tyler. Out. Thanks, Tyler. What, was the, what are the engagement numbers on that? He got uh, he got three retweets and twenty five likes. That's All twenty right. twenty five too many in my book. 
All right, elsewhere, the Evans Scholar Invitational out in your neck of the woods, Chicago Highlands, Trey Mullinex, who I honestly, I didn't know he was on the Corn Ferry Tour. Well, he got, he got hit in the head last year with the ball yeah. in the Pro-Am. He, had, he was concussed. He couldn't get shake that for months. I know. But so, what is his status? I thought he had. So I thought he was he had. He was, well, it was he was in the process of losing his card, and that was towards the end of the year. Um, and so I think he had a couple medicals, but you know he might get more medicals. But he's in that. I think he's got that condition, that weird conditional, um, low conditional status where you're like you're like one fifty five or something. You basically get no starts. You know, for all the exemptions, we can just pull out of thin air, you know, materialize out of the ether that they just create for no reason, make up on the fly. You'd think a guy getting beamed in the back of the head by some, you know, hack chop pro-am participant, fulfilling your pro-am duties, you know, with the sponsors, getting beamed in the back of the head, you might create a little extra leeway and elbow room. Give him a concussion and know, when, come back. When we talk about getting hit in the head, from what I've heard of this situation, like he got he like went down like like immediately and was like out. Yeah. This was not yeah. this was like a very it was like a ball going very quickly in the wrong mm-hmm. direction. Yeah. Okay. So he's six under. Good to see him playing well again on any tour. So 66, loads of talent, obviously. Uh, any other Chicago Highlands? Big news. Yeah. Uh-huh. Vin, Skinny Vinny came by the house. He picked up when his coffee. When you say big news, that usually means it's not going to be big. He picked he up did. the coffee. Yeah. Okay. There so he's go. in. He's shotgun, shotgun, start start, shotgun start coffee ambassador. Vince Light India. or dark? He got the dark. He got it right. He got my subscription came. I handed it to him. <laughs> There you go. It it had come in the mail the day before, so he got the dark roast. All right, good. I need to switch it over to the light roast. I'm not even drinking my. I'm not drinking my roast. Andy's light. Yeah, I'm not drinking my light roast. I'm a dark roast guy, not just because my name's on it. Okay, Uh, you have anything else on on the on the Evans Scholar Invitational? No, good. I'm good. All right, I got nothing else. I have nothing else. Oh, Portugal Masters, an individual by the name of Liam Johnston. Looks like Scott. He shot a 10 under. He leads. Um, You know what? I got a great random, just a random bit of shotgun start miscellany sent to us by a caddy on the European tour. Huh. There are two players. I think they're in the field this week. On the European tour, they have all five vowels in their last name. It's kind of incredible feet opposite of the sort of joe fell set your name becoming a sentence can you come up with them all five a-e-i-o-u uh, uh, uh adrian Ote. Yes. Uh, yes that's one you got it adrian otagway yes um you'll never get the other one i never heard of the guy ricardo govea oh yeah no, he's, no, a, he's a Portuguese, it looks like. He, the only reason I got the Adrian uh, Otaguia, uh was because a buddy of mine on a group chat was texting about all the people he didn't know in the in the U.S. Open field, <laughs> and I was defending them all. 
Yeah. I think he went to he Indiana. Was, he, was, he was hating on Sammy Valabaki. Guy who won a Muscat. Yeah. I was like, Sammy Valabaki. This is one of the best young players on the European yeah. tour. Yeah. He just keeps listening to these off. I'm like, all these guys got in based off merit. He's, yeah. he's like, I swear there are more no names this year than there are any other year. I'm like, if anything, no. it's the opposite. Sectional. Right. Sectional creates some. Kind There's of no yo yo's in this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love sectionals, but yeah, you get some real sort of fringe folks out there. Uh, so Ricardo Govea, keep an eye on him. Otago is not playing. I think he went to Indiana, maybe on the Jeff Overton scholarship or something, but you I know, could be wrong about that. In a, in a, if you wanted to change up the spelling a little bit, Guido Migliosi could totally get all of them. You know, if you wanted to just substitute some some letters. But for other letters, they would sound the same. The purpose. His name is not, in fact, spelled that way. What are you talking about? You can't just start spelling people's names differently to, you know, fulfill this game. I'm that's just saying it would, I, I would still mispronounce it probably the same way. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a separate issue. Yeah, yeah, but on paper. You can't just start subbing out letters. I can't just start misspelling your name to, for some I, stupid little podcast. My name's game. hard to misspell. Let's do, a, let's do an ad read for Smith Devereaux. Hey, a little crowdsourcing. It's not a contest. Maybe we'll give you something. Maybe we'll give you a bottle of wine. Maybe we'll give you a bottle of wine. But we need a name. Maybe, maybe we'll give you a shotgun start hat or a shotgun start polo. Sure. There maybe you go. we'll give you a thing of coffee. Maybe I will take the, the coffee that gets sent to me and put it back into a new package and send it to you. Maybe we'll send you a framed picture of Rory Sabatini. The Slovak Open's going on this week, too, by the way. On the par six. He's not, not playing, though. No, he Sad. can't get over there. He sent a good luck message in English, not in Slovak, <laughs> saying, you know, COVID, I can't get over there this year. He can't defend his title. That was, a, that was one Rick. of the moments of 2019 was when the, when the, the live Shotgun, stream. Just... Shotgunners flooded the uh, Slovak Golf Association Instagram live. Like, Got oh, taken from... over. We went from two viewers to 12. What's going on here? What's happening? Anyways, we need uh, a name. We're, we are getting our own wine. I'm not, I mean, it's going to be a small run, probably. Small batch wine from the folks at Smith Devereaux. If you can come up with a name, maybe something that hints elegance, hints goofiness, hints the ethos of this show, send it to us. We'll try to read it. We are kind of sapped creatively on that front. Do you have any thoughts? I wanted some, I, yeah, I was trying to think about combining some of my favorite golfers' wines names together. Maybe something, you know, the Easy Westie. Oh, that's not bad. That's not I was thinking like a shot, like the low runner Cabernet or something. Anyways, we are coming that's up with a cliche. Oh, all right. Fine. Fuck off. Um <laughs> Anyways, we are getting our wine with Smith Devereaux. It will be given away to some wine club members, which you a club that you can join at sdxwines.com slash SGS. Does that sound right? Sdxwines.com slash SGS. So join the wine club. A I'm going to drink lucky, some wine tonight. <laughs> a, few club, a few club members will get a, this special SGS blend to be named later. And we're also working on wine art, the label and all that stuff. So we're going to get our own blend. We're also going to be doing some tastings that will be COVID safe 
Uh, I don't know if you and I will. We're still working that out. So tastings for a couple of wine club members. Also at that URL, you can join the uh, or you can get the Friday Junior three pack. All sorts of some of our favorite picks. SDXWines.com slash SGS. And let's give away a free bottle of wine today to a lucky birthday chap. Oh, birthday. Birthday All boy. Right. Who's the random birthday? Drawing Who's the for birthday today? boy? Is Stephen Wade is the random drawing for today. Hi, I'm a longtime shotgunner that is ready to nominate my beautiful wife. So it's not Stephen. Ah, it's not even wife. a listener. You don't know that yet. Let's read. Let me read this. This is I haven't proofread or pre-read this at all. Could could go in a bad direction. Beautiful wife Heidi for the birthday giveaway from Smith Devereaux. She turns the big four zero on September tenth. That's today. Oh. She doesn't. She doesn't play golf, but is forced to listen to the shotgun start in the car with me or while I'm cleaning up the kitchen after dinner. At one point, while I was doing the dishes, she said. Who is this nasally Chicagoan, and why is he saying fuck in front of my four-year-old? Apologies, Heidi. (laughs) This is a good email. I'm glad we picked this one. She's put up with a lot over the years related to my golf addiction, so golf giving something back to her would be great, and maybe even a few extra rounds for me greenlit. Thanks for everyone involved in SGS at TFE. All right, Stephen Wade. You know what I like about Heidi's uh, birthday? Yeah. 91080. Yeah. I feel like it's very in tune, you know? Your birth your It's very clean. 91080. Sure. Sure, it's clean. I suppose. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh so congrats to Steven and Heidi Wade. Happy birthday. That's you know, we'll try to get Andy to clean I up. Bet, I bet Heidi's but... gotten had really good luck in her life because of that birthday. It could be. Could be. Sounds like she's forced to listen to us a lot against her wishes. <laughs> it's so bad that's luck. Maybe, yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks again to Smith Devereaux for sponsoring this segment. We'll be, uh, you know, letting you know where the what, what we come up with for a name for our own wine. Well, right, let's hopefully what you come up with because yeah. we are out of good ideas. All right, news. USGA is making Pinehurst an anchor site. It would appear they're moving. Uh, they're setting up some sort of headquarters two type situation, ball testing, some museums, some other stuff. Uh, there will be five U.S. Opens there in the future going all the way to 2047. So a lot of jokes about, you know, I might be dead. Tiger's going to look like this, all that stuff. Uh, any reaction to this? Um, yeah. Lots of stuff. I got lots of thoughts. This is very interesting. First off, I love Southern Pines, Pinehurst area. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mrs. Friday and I contemplated moving there, like a year ago. Would have been a fine decision. I would. I would have. Yeah, fully supported that. It's awesome. It's a great area, and mm-hmm. if I work for the USGA, I'd much rather work for the USGA there than in uh, New, New Jersey. Jersey. No offense sure. to New Jersey. Fine people no, of New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, none. I, Absolutely. you know, I all I know about New Jersey really is is chronicled in The Sopranos, which I'm sure it's just like that. Good views, Liberty National. Well, lots of lots of different assets over there. Um, but it's it's interesting. I think the anchor site. I don't really get the rota for the USGA because they get whatever they want already right right like what i don't understand the need for this rota from their rota what is the deal here 
Is there going to be a road? It they, sounds like they... there's going to be these anchor sites. You know what annoyed me about this? Everyone tweeting their own fucking rota. Like, I don't need, I was like, you know what? And they're all the same, except every, you know, everybody tries to get their own little creative twist at the end after listening off, you know, Pinehurst, Oakmont, Pebble, all the rest. I just, I checked out on the whole thing yesterday. What's your rota? About Joe Blow's rota. I want to know what your rota is now. I hadn't thought about it. I don't care. I, I don't want to be creative. What's your rota? That's the more, let's ask you. You're, you're an actual. You know, you got to get the Midwest involved. You got to get all this all stuff. All right, so just, here's what the way it's going to go. I have Rota fatigue. Every, every five fatigue. years, we're going to Pinehurst, right? Okay. Pebble's going to be in there too, right? So yes. you got you got your East Coast, your West Coast. You got Oak your East, East Coast, West Coast, high-end, exclu- uh, super expensive public golf course, right? Public in air quotes is what you just did. Yeah. Um, then you got Oakmont, which... I don't foresee Shinnecock and Wingfoot wanting it every five years. That's just maybe they do each do it every five years, and they then each of them get it one every ten years. I just that would make more sense. I I think there's a lot there's a huge value of a public facility hosting every five years because yep. that's going to bring you know money yeah. massive yeah. money and marketing through the door every single five years. Like it's a free commercial. So your mm-hmm. biggest marketing campaign you can do for golf in golf, um, mm-hmm. for a course like Wingfoot and Shinnecock, it's just taking week it's two, a couple weeks away from member play, which you know every ten years it's not that big of a deal. Every five might be, start to be a nuisance. Um, Plus the wear and tear. We talked about that with Wingfoot at 06, yeah. right? They were like, eh, we don't need it for a little longer. They weren't ready to host for a bit. Yeah, they're going to put a ton of stuff on the East course. East yeah, got it, so beat up. Yeah. This year is different without the grandstands, but like sure. you're going to tear up the other golf course. So reality, like those two are probably going to be every, you know, every 10 years, right? Yep, yep. So then also it, it just locks you in when you already had these places locked in. Everybody wants to host the U.S. Open. Nobody's saying, nobody runs around screaming, I want to host a PGA. People host PGAs when they when the USGA says, no, you can't host the U.S. Open. They, so, I would, the only, yeah, I, I agree with that about 85% of the way, but I do think the Ryder Cup is a little bit of a carrot that they can sometimes offer, right, to somewhat get back at that. I'm not suggesting PGA apples to apples against the U.S. Open, of course not, but occasionally you can spice it up with the Ryder Cup, I would say. But so, go ahead. So, in essence, you already had everything, but I think they're reading into the the legal aspects of this it appears that there were significant tax breaks given yeah oh yeah and i'm guessing that part of this was there was a you know a give and take here (laughs) give us a u.s open every five years and we will give you you know so let me help you help me right yeah maybe a few abatements here and there things like that yeah now the next question i have that Jeff Shackelford has already brought up and raised. You can move. You can do all this stuff. You can announce all this, but we can't move forward with the distance stuff. Well, what are they going to name the ball testing facility? Frank Thomas ball testing facility? The big hurt? Well, that's what I'm interested in. The, the honorary, the ball can't go any further. 
what's going on in the ball testing facility? What do they got going on in there? Who knows? Who knows what's going on? Because they halted everything of any significance this year, yet they're st- able to do all this. They're doing HQ2, but yeah. We can't, we can't keep going on this insights report that is very clear that the, the ball's going very far. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... So that's the second question. Then the third thing is the the, the comments about how they want to make this like a, a home to golf, right? Where yeah. they want it to be a little golf industry hub. So Isn't it already that, though, kind of? No? It's, well, I mean, well, they got Golf Pride and Pinehurst and... That's oh, okay. about it. But they're talking... I think they were inferring that maybe some some of our favorite equipment companies move over there. Oh really? I didn't get that part. Interesting. Like who? Who are? I don't, what, I don't they know. They just want maybe just tour, want, tour Edge Exotics with Duffy Waldorf. <laughs> is that how NASCAR works? Like they're all in North Carolina and all like the motor companies. Like they're all like the technology. You're, I, I, I'm asking the wrong person. I'm sure you're but, completely know. asking the wrong person. So is that what they, they would want the governing body and equipment play? I think they have? all want to get in cahoots and have happy hours at Pinehurst Brewing. <laughs> Pinehurst, by the way, amazing, great place. I love Fantastic. Pinehurst. We just did all the. I loved watching it for this, you know, Payne Stewart thing we're going to release. Oh, but, you're just telling people what it. Oh, we did talk about what it was. Yeah, we okay. already talked about it. What do you? So. I, I think this all makes sense. It feels like a good place. It feels like a better place for the USGA to be headquartered than New Jersey, to be honest with you. And uh, yeah, Pinehurst should probably have a US Open. I don't I know might, about every maybe five I'll years, move but... fried headquarters down there. There you go. You could get, yeah. Do you think they'll give me the same tax breaks? Drop into the Paul testing facility every day. Just make sure everything's, you know, running <laughs> smoothly and being, you know, kind of oversight a little bit. Could Provide keep a them, keep them on a little bit shorter leash, you know. Yeah. They, everybody needs checks and balances. <laughs> Anything else? Any other reactions? What do you do? You want to weigh in with your rota? Do you care about this? I, here's I just, here's what I here are the courses off the top of my head that I would I did not write any down. I apologize if I leave off any glaring things. Uh-huh. These are the places that I would like to see a U.S. Open at. I would like to see a U, U.S. Opens at Wingfoot. I'd like to see them at the country club, which we'll see in a couple of years. I like LACC. I like, um, obviously Oakmont, Shinnecock. Shinnecock. Like you're, you got your staples, right? Oakmont. We're going to put Shinnecock and Wingfoot together. All right. Okay. We're going to do Pebble beach is your West coast staple. I would love to see a restored Pebble beach be, mm-hmm. you know, that would mm-hmm. be something they should do. They should expand the greens so that they have more than one pin position on eight. Um, Let's see. We got Pinehurst, obviously, uh, but then LACC. They aren't going to host it very often, so get get one there every once in a while. Southern Hills. There, I know they're in the PGA, PGA. but yeah. that's one that deserves U.S. Open, and it'll be better there in June than in uh, late May. Or so, middle mid-May. of the country. Middle of Inverness, the country, Oakland Hills. What are we Inverness, talking Inverness, Oakland Hills. Uh, I would. I think Oakland Hills is going to be fantastic. Uh, is there a Chicago option? Olympia. What, what are we? As of I now, mean, no. No. Restored Sorry. Olympia. That that was something I meant to say 
after everybody talking about like this course, that course needs a lot of work still. It mm-hmm. it held up. It was absolutely a perfect week. It showed well. I mean, let's keep in mind that the wind blew 25 miles an hour around one and it didn't rain for three weeks, which is I why think you got on the record yeah. with that. This, with which preview. Is, yeah. Why it, it played the way it did. If it rained, it would have been a bloodbath. Uh, I think you got on the record with the preview saying that it needed some, some, work. it needs, it needs a yeah. sprucing up. Um, yeah. but yeah, so then I wouldn't mind seeing another one go to Aaron Hills every 25 years. Okay. You know, this is the I, other thing. I I would hate if we got locked in to where there was only six courses and there was nothing new that came in, nothing new that went out. That's that is, what I would hate. Yeah. I like I liked Chambers Bay. I would love to see Chambers Bay get another shot. I thought the Pacific Northwest fans were awesome. I thought the viewing experience was awesome. The other thing about the Pacific Northwest is it never rains in the summer there. So you're guaranteed to have uh-huh. perfect conditions. Sure, sure. It, yeah, that's my biggest thing is I do, don't want us locked in to a, a finite group. And we want love to see new entrants, whether they're public, private, different parts of the country. Let me ask a separate question, which we hadn't planned for. Is there any way? I mean, this fall, U.S. Open is just going to be so pure, so fantastic, so beautiful. Is there any way... They maybe start stepping out. I know this is even more extreme. Stepping outside the box and not feeling locked into Father's Day weekend every year. I don't There's think th- so. Yeah, I didn't think so either. But wow, I, could that really open up a world of possibility? I mean, they don't, they can't be pleased about going against the NFL. Sure, sure. That's like, I'm not suggesting in the fall every year. I, I don't know, but it's going to look fantastic and it just opens up. I mean, the weather forecast right now, I don't want to jinx anything is like high of 75 every day. Sunny. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. Low at 50 at night, the agronomics and the conditioning is going to be off the charts. It's going to be the best. Assuming the weather stays the way it's supposed to be. It's going to be the best conditioned, uh, us open maybe ever. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right, so that's your uh, Pinehurst news. Other one one thing that we'll be missing. Other news, Brooks WD. Any reaction to this? It's a little. It's alarming. I was trying to think of names that would just feel like a bigger loss than Brooks, and there are very few at this point. Just because he feels like Mister U.S. Open these days, uh, he's obviously he tends to make things more interesting with his comments. Um, I don't. I think we kind of forget. Of course, he went back to back, but last year, I would say his first six, five, five holes at Pebble Beach on Sunday were the loudest a golf course was the entire year, and that includes Tiger at the Masters. I will not does not include Tiger walking off the 18th at the Masters. That was the loudest I think I heard a golf course. But those first five holes were like, holy shit, Brooks is doing this again. He's just flagging it every time. Like so, I think we kind of forget how he's become like Mr. U.S. Open. And just seeing him obviously at a place like Winfoot in the fall would have been a treat. So it's a it's a significant loss for the whole of the championship. I uh, I recorded a podcast this week with uh, Jeff Ogilvy uh-huh. about Wingfoot U.S. Open, and we were talking about players, and, and we were talking, we were running down, and then I said something, it's too bad Brooks isn't healthy, and he's like, yeah, it is too bad. He's like, I mean, this is just a Brooks Kepka setup if there is any Brooks Kepka course. Like right. Wingfoot just sets up 
absolutely perfect for him because he hits it well, and then the the back half of it is the short game. You know, he is spectacular on and around the greens, and uh, and that's what you know what you really have to do well at Wingfoot on top of obviously any U.S. Open you have to hit it good, but the the short game. You know, I saw recently Phil said that that 06 week was the best week he ever had around the greens. And uh, Ogilvy said the same thing uh, about that week. Was It was the best he's ever chipped the ball. So a big loss, especially it just feels like Wingfoot too. Just want to see like the preeminent talents of this era, whatever you want, however you want to define era, five years, 20, like playing a Wingfoot in the fall would have been great. Um, I have nothing else. Danny Noonan is going to be caddying there i don't i'm here for all the danny noonan content is that facetious or yeah okay all right i just thought that got a little too much play seems like Um, a seems like a struggling actor that uh that wants a little bit of uh the spotlight yeah i got we got a megaphone though this week that's for sure uh catnip (laughs) absolutely was pga of america player of the year the point system which you know, I'm not going to bury the lead here. Justin Thomas won it, but the lead is they do not recognize the tour championship. Does not count as a win in the points for this calc- this rigid calculation. Tour championship, the ultimate prize, might as well just not even exist. So, I can appreciate the sport. It would make sense not to count a net championship <laughs> in in a, in a uh, if you're trying to statistically provide who the player of the year was. Yeah. Yep. All right, I got anything else? We still haven't done the schedule. I have all these notes on the schedule. Do you want to talk about year. the schedule? How I many mean, minutes have we been talking? Forty minutes. We're Forty good. minutes. All right. Yeah, this is it. You, you're you're withdrawing it. Let the record show that Brendan didn't want to talk about this. What do you want to talk about with the schedule? You have got, anything you want to say? I. What do you? I. I don't know. I. We're going I mean, Tokyo to Memphis. Do you like that? Does that appeal to you? Are they actually going to Tokyo? I think I think the Olympics are going forward. It sounds like they're happening. Oh, oh Tokyo to Memphis. That's come virus or that's even, that's got to be more jarring than uh, Portrush to Memphis. I know, I know. Honda the week after the players, so no one's going to that. Tampa is now in late April. This is some notes from Will Gray. 3M is the week after the Open Championship, so that's not gonna get those well corporations up there might have to kick in a little extra outing cash or lessons clinic type cash. Bermuda now getting a master spot, so that's good, right? I mean, it's a year too late. Uh, you know, I've been, what I've been noticing a lot is how much shit 3M makes. Oh God, yeah. It must be because of their tour sponsorship. All of a sudden, I, every time I see something made by 3M, I think yeah. about Bryson. <laughs> yeah, they make just a uh, vast array of products. They're, they're not pigeonholed at all. Valspar got hooked up. Late April. Yeah, they deserved it. I mean, they got canceled this year. They're one of the few that got canceled. Do you think so. that was part of their contingency? We, we won't throw a fit if we, if we get this date? Yeah, that could be. They're on that snoozer swing, though. That late April after Masters and before, I guess, a, a PGA again next year. It's it's pretty snoozy. What's, um, the, what's before the players? I, Arnie, probably Bay Hill, right? I would think. I don't know. I have it here. You know, they do that camera for the players, the range camera. 
Yeah. This week they totally should do it for Wingfoot because, like, no offense to the Safeway, but. Yeah. Safeway does have on. great tea markers, too. Oh, the grocery carts, right? Yeah. yeah. But, well, this gets back to that story. I forget who you said told it, but a lot of the ball chipping around the first green for 45 <laughs> minutes. Who told you that? Who did? Is that Ogilvy? Regan. Told you Neil that. Regan. Okay. A historian. Like another podcast. If you drop another Friday episode, <laughs> if you dropped in on that this week and you did a split screen with that Safeway, I mean, my attention would gravitate towards like the players practicing at Windfoot. I'm sorry. I just, that's what would happen. Uh, yeah. So Bay Hills. Did you put players. off the first green at Wingfoot when we played last no. year? No, I did. No. I, I, I was okay. I wheels came off late. I think, um, yeah, it's it's a fantastic green. All right, no other scheduled thoughts except the big thing which you addressed last time. The venues are are pretty stinky throughout. The major venues, you know, the Nelson, we TPC, got TPC Craig Ranch, TPC Craig Ranch, just putting the hammer down. Uh it's you know, it's just yeah. You go Liberty Caves, East Lake. It, it's it's not not a strong year it looks like they broke up the tpc swing oh really that's good but they need to do that all right we're out of here everyone enjoy the who's gonna win tonight nfl season the chiefs are gonna smoke them no right i don't know chiefs will roll haven't seen anybody play football since the super bowl enjoy nfl kickoff Look out for that Pinehurst uh, Payne Stewart interview with Kevin Robbins. We'll have that out shortly. And uh, then we're back, man. We're off and running. Great, great fall major championship coming Cal- up next week. U.S. Open next week. That's a big week. That's we're going to be talking just, a lot. That's what I was just alluding to. We got like eight episode week coming down the bike. So Whether you want it or not. Enjoy, your, we- enjoy your weekends. 